Hey everyone, you know where you can listen to the latest podcast and read some of my writing? Chow Town. That's chow-town.com. It's my website where you can find links to past podcast episodes as well as some writing I've done. I need to do more of it, I know. At this point, I'm just a liar because I've said I, I would write something uh, and I haven't written in a few months. Uh, maybe I will soon. But until then, again, you can listen to past episodes of this podcast and read some of my very old articles on chow-town.com. You can also find the, po- the podcast on Spotify and iTunes. Finally, if you want to see pictures of the food, which I know you do, you can find me on Instagram at Brendan H. B-R-E-N-D-E-N-H. All one word. Let's get into it. All right, Wednesday, July 31st. It's me, Brendan Hernandez, the host of the Childtown Podcast. I thought I was going to have a quiet night tonight. I was going to watch a Quentin Tarantino movie uh, because I've been on this Tarantino kick uh, since I saw Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, which, by the way, was a fantastic movie. Leonardo DiCaprio, Brad Pitt, Margot Robbie. Um, just, Just fantastic. And honestly... Cliff Booth and Rick Dalton, which uh, Leo and Brad play in the movie, I'd hang out with them. That's all I'll say. Also, greatest ending to a Tarantino movie. But I've been on the Tarantino kick ever since I saw that movie. Last night, I watched Pulp Fiction for the first time. I know, call me crazy. Haven't seen it, but it was really good. And I know that is Tarantino's masterpiece. But anyways, I thought tonight's going to be a great night. I'm going to put on either Reservoir Dogs or True Romance. I'm going to sit down with my Trader Joe's burrito, call the night. You know, I'll go for a walk before, clear my head, get some exercise, close my, close my um, Apple Watch rings. But no, I'm sitting in the office today at about 3 o'clock or so, you know, winding down uh, from, from the corporate a corporate day, you know, a long day at the salt mines, at the, as they say. And I get a text from my friend Taylor, and I open it up, and the first thing she says is, Sam Fox just sold all of his restaurants. I said, what? It was a $300 million day for Sam Fox. Actually, it was $308 million, and over the next four years, $45 million more. So the grand total in about five years will be $353 million. That's it, folks. That's all we're going to talk about today. Is uh, we're doing an emergency pod. This this is this is a big deal. This is this has implications for the industry. I think um, not just in Phoenix but across the board. Uh, Sam Fox, ladies and gentlemen, Fox Concepts is now owned by Drumroll, please, the Cheesecake Factory. Are you shocked? Are you surprised? Are you angry? Are you happy? Are you sad? Are you confused? I think people are feeling a lot of different things, and we'll talk about emotions, and, and I've uh, I talked to some of my friends. My phone was blowing up today about this. I, I was texting different people, and um, let me start out by saying this. This this has been 
this has kind of been known for a while that this was eventually going to happen, this buyout of the restaurants. I think what has surprised people is the speed and the fact that they all went at once. Um, I, I, you know, in, in talking to people, some of the people I messaged were uh, very surprised. Uh, then you kind of read the insiders, people who write about the industry, uh, Dominique uh, over at AZ Central, Dominique Armato. Uh, he went on Twitter today and said, uh, you know, hot take. This formalizes that which has always been Fox Concepts ta- tacit purpose. Uh, and, and he's right. You know, there. I, I think the Fox Concepts brand was headed this way uh, for, for a, you know, a buyout by, by a company. Um, you know, Cheesecake Factory had taken a stake in um, in the company in 2016, uh, primarily primarily north um, because north has been such such a a, a gold mine for for sam and 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 we'll get into the numbers in a minute but uh you know if if you know anything about fox and you were somewhat knowledgeable about the restaurant industry you figured this was coming but i I, even i was surprised today i was very surprised uh by the price and i was very surprised by the uh, again all of them going at once i had thought when cheesecake factory had uh, first invested in in, in North. It, it, it was it was interesting. I thought, oh, okay. Um, and, and then I figured, okay, they they would buy that out. You know, by by that point, Sam had already sold True Food, um, and 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 you kind of saw this this trajectory where, okay, piece by piece, maybe he's going to, um, you know, just sell different parts of each brand within the Fox Concepts brand. Um, but I think, I, I didn't think that would happen for a few years. And, and, and today was, uh, today was definitely, that was quick. I mean, you know, it's, 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 it's done. The deal, the deal has gone through. Um, now let, let's get into the specifics of the deal. So, uh, for $308 million, uh, Cheesecake Factory now controls all of the restaurants. Now, Fox Concepts will operate as a subsidiary of Cheesecake Factory, but essentially Cheesecake Factory now owns the brands. And these are the brands that they are acquiring. Blanco, Tacos and Tequila, North Italia, Zinburger. Now they are, they're acquiring the Zinburgers in Arizona only. What I've read is that the other Zinburgers, which are in a number of other states, are going uh, is going to a separate development group, which was uh, a surprising a nugget of information in and of itself. I did not know that you know that that those uh, outside of Arizona that those other Zinburgers had been sold to a different development group. A culinary dropout will also be a part of that. Arrogant Butcher, Wildflower, Olive and Ivy, the Greenhouse, the Henry Flower Child, Doughbird. Um, and that that is what uh, that is what they're taking. Three hundred eight million dollars over the next four years. They will pay an additional forty five million dollars, bringing out the grand total, as I said earlier, to three hundred fifty three million dollars. That's not a bad day at the office. Three hundred fifty three million dollars. Uh, 
one of the most interesting numbers out of the out of the deal was that North, uh, it looked like had been purchased for a hundred and thirty million dollars. North Italia, which I believe has over twenty locations nationwide and is consistently uh, growing and expanding, a hundred and thirty million dollars for North. That that was a huge figure that I saw um, in the different articles that I read. Uh, today so uh, you, you know again I, I think I think it this was coming but the price was definitely I thought wow 353 million dollars I mean they are you know they're popular brands they're always busy Sam has been opening up uh, different locations uh, of each different concept uh, across the country but 353 million dollars is a lot of money and I'm not saying that is not worth it. I mean, you know, there are people far smarter than me who are who are valuing this, who are looking at it, breaking down the numbers, the costs, looking at everything, um, and that's what they settled on. So, um, you know, the last time we had a deal this big was maybe Four Peaks. You know, Four Peaks Brewery sold to Anheuser Busch, which was a big deal, and and people thought a certain way about it. And um, you know, I thought it was great. Hey, you know, you worked your butt off for twenty years and. You get a chunk of change, and the recipe stays the same. And um, you know, I, I didn't have a problem with it, and, and I don't have a problem with this today. I, again, if if you're somebody who enjoys the food at Fox Concepts, um, which I do, I, I like the food, uh, and you know, but I always say it's it's not the greatest food I've ever had. You know, each within each you know area, whether it's the burger or the Italian or the 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 tacos. Yeah, you can find restaurants that specialize in that, that do way, that, that have, have great cuisine. But Fox is consistent. And, you know, I like Hillstone. I, I love Hillstone, and that's a chain. You know, it's, it, it has multiple locations, and I like it because it's consistent. Uh, and Fox is just that. You know, it would be hypocritical of me to sit here and say, oh, you know, Fox is this big restaurant concept group. I don't like it for that reason when I like Hillstone. So, um, you know, what I like about Fox is that it's very consistent and it's a pretty good meal. You know, if I'm passing by and I kind of don't know what I want to eat, I'll stop by uh, a Zinn Burger or I'll go to North. And uh, which, by the way, North has a great happy hour. It's happy hour all day on Sundays. Um but, you know, it's it's consistent. So, um, you know, I don't think anything's going to change with the food. I, you know, if you read into the deal and you read into kind of the commentary on it, um, really what Fox is going to get out of it is just the operation that is the Cheesecake Factory. I know, you know, people make fun of the Cheesecake Factory and it was in a Beyonce song, but the Cheesecake Factory is one of the very few chain restaurants that are actually doing well. Um, they're a billion-dollar company. They have 219 restaurants under that um, wing. It's uh, you know Cheesecake Factory and Grand Lux Cafe, which there used to be a Grand Lux Cafe at Fashion Square Mall. Uh, it is no longer there, um, but they're a huge company. With you know, when when you're a company of that size, you have large supply chain. You have, you know, uh, teams of people that you can throw at marketing, that you can throw at uh, management. And, and and so I think what Fox is getting is, you know, maybe, and we'll get into the, the whys and, 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 and the reasons, but, or you know what, let's get into it. The reasons, you know, I think if you're Sam Fox, you look at it, you're, you're you know, he's kind of in control of, of every decision. And, you know, he's at all of the openings. And when you're looking at expanding a concept that is, 
as successful as Fox Concepts, uh, that can get tiring, you know, traveling to these different openings and, and you know, consistently having to um, build build a, hu- a bigger team every year. And that's more oversight. Um, you know, that's, that's more you have to, to do. Not, not to say that he doesn't want to do it. You know, clearly he enjoys um, and he said this in interviews. He's, he's in, he enjoys putting restaurants together. He enjoys designing restaurants, menus. You know, he enjoys the whole process of just building these concepts. But what Cheesecake Factory offers is again just an army of people that they can throw at whatever facet of the business he needs them. You know, whether it's more marketing, whether it's a larger uh, opening team, whatever it is. You know, that's you know Cheesecake. You know, that's what he's getting out of that. The opposite end of that. And where I think this has implications across the restaurant industry, what Cheesecake Factory is getting is a local concept that is proven to be very successful, not only in terms of just, you know, people, you know, liking the food, but in terms of money as well. Um, They're getting a successful local chain that um, they can expand and is easily expandable. Not one of those concepts is difficult to replicate across the country. So, um, they're they're getting that and i think these other chain restaurants whether it's darden or whether it's chili's or any of the other big chains they're going to look at this deal and they're probably going to go to these other cities and see hmm i wonder who we can get next i wonder who we can buy that will kind of keep us relevant um and 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 bring us a cash flow because you know let's face it chain restaurants are dying you know, Cheesecake Factory happens to be doing well, but, you know, chain restaurants are, they're going away. I remember there was a Chili's I used to go to with my mother uh, quite a bit on Shea and the 101. Uh, that closed down recently. And you're starting to see that across the board that people are wanting to go to these local restaurants. And, you know, you, we can debate about what does local really mean, you know. Um, but Fox Concepts is a local restaurant to Phoenix. It's, you know, all of their concepts are in Phoenix. Um they, they, you know, they started out locally. Um, you, you know, that that's the type of restaurants people want to go to. You know, that's kind of the new kind of just entry level. You know, that's what people want to eat. And then they can get more, you know, local than that, localized. You know, I want to go to the Carniceria on the corner of my street. Or I want to go to, a, you know, a restaurant like the Breadfruit, which is just owned by one person and, and it does a unique style of food. Or I want to go to, you know, Restaurant Progress for for a tasting menu. You know, that that's kind of, I think, where a lot of people's uh, thinking is these days. So nobody, when they're thinking about where to go to eat, nobody's thinking of going to a, to a Chili's or a TGI Friday's or a Red Lobster. Um, you're kind of starting out at these Fox concept-like restaurants and then going, um, you know, more local, localized um, from there. So um, I think a lot of, you know, again, a lot of these chains are going to look at this deal and they're going to start to go to these different cities and they're going to see, okay, you know, who's, who's the hot concept or who's built an empire in the city that we can offer money to and, um, and, and, and really, you know, make this a thing across the country. Um, and this might be the new chain restaurant. This might be the beginning of, uh, you know, instead of red lobsters and olive gardens on every street it's going to be um you know it's going to be blancos it's going to be norse and then you know whatever else comes out of the other cities across the country uh let's go to how we got here so sam fox uh fox concepts has been around since 1998 sam's out of tucson and he started the restaurant 
uh, Wildflower down in Tucson. That was one of his first restaurants. And he um, he talks about this in, in, in one of the few interviews that's on, um, it's a speech he gave that's on YouTube. Uh, he talks about, you know, he, in, in that first restaurant, you know, he had to cook and he had to wait and he had to do all the different things. I think, you know, we kind of see Sam as this very successful, you know, he's, he's this big restaurateur in Phoenix, but he had humble beginnings. You know, he, he didn't just all of a sudden, you know, blow up overnight and have this wildly successful concept. You know, he, he built up to it. This has been a 20 year run to get to this point. Um, so he started, uh, in 1998, uh, by opening a wildflower, which, which did become successful. And, uh, from there he opened, uh, you know, he, he came and did all the Ivy. He had a restaurant in, uh, in fashion square, modern steak, which did okay, but closed down. And then, uh, he opened up true food, which really put him on the map uh, in 2008. He partnered with Andrew Weil, uh, to open up true food and, it it, it it had people take notice of him and um that became his first like really wild successfully out, outside of phoenix uh, uh concept and 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 people liked the idea of this healthy food that still tasted good and you could go there for lunch and have a have a nice lunch and not go back to the office and feel like crap and then you could come back for dinner and 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 so he you know, he, he that that became very successful to the point where Oprah uh, invested in the company, and then Sam ended up uh, selling it, and, and it became its own thing. My first Fox concept that I went to, I believe, was Blanco, which was years ago. It was the one at the Borgata, which is on Scottsdale Road. I remember thinking it was pretty good. You know, I was a kid. I did. I wasn't. You know, I wasn't fully into food like I am now, but uh, I remember thinking it, it was good, and uh, I. And then I, you know, I'd gone to culinary dropout. I'd, I'd like the atmosphere. And I think that's the thing that people like about Fox Concepts is that uh, it, it, each restaurant's kind of a different atmosphere in it, and, and it brings a, a, a different crowd to it. And, and so you, you definitely sense that when you go into, <clears throat> excuse me, his, his concept. So, um, you know, he had started that, and then he and then then came North and and Blanco and Culinary Dropout and Zinberger, and these different concepts. And you know, they started in this in one part of town, then they expanded, and then they kind of went from Arizona to to California, and now there's one in Texas and the Midwest. And you know, he's he's got so many different, um, you know, locations of these concepts. Uh, and and then. You know, you know, today's news broke that that he sold, um, you know, that that he sold all of them. So, um, you know, that this wasn't just something that happened, you know, within the last five years where it's somebody who came out with this concept and all of a sudden got bought out again. It's been a 20, you know, 21 year run of building this business to, to what it is today. And Sam was really one of the first people, if not, you know, in my opinion, the first to really be a restaurant tour. You know, somebody who 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 is building an empire in the city prior to him, um, you know, you've had chefs who who have been in town for, for you know, 10, 15, 20 years. You know, I can, you know, Chris Bianco, for instance, has been here, uh, you know, doing doing his thing for almost 30 years. And and Sam was really the first one to to open up different, you know, different local restaurants um, that not only different locations, but different concepts and for them to be 
successful. You know, that was the key is that these were successful restaurants. You know, it didn't matter whether it was December and all the snowbirds and, and people from out of town were here or, or whether it was the dead of summer and everybody's, you know, you think Phoenix is dead, but you go to a Fox concept and it's busy. So he was really one of the first ones to start this, at least in Phoenix, this concept of being, you know, owning more than one restaurant, you know, knowing that you can actually make money doing this, um, which clearly after today's numbers uh, shows that you can. So, so he really started that, you know, he, he, you know, back in 98 and then when he kind of moved here in, in the early, the early aughts to, uh, or two thousands to, uh, uh, to, to, to Phoenix. Um, you know, as far as implications, I touched on a little bit, uh, you know, implications in terms of the local food scene here. I know earlier I mentioned, you know, what does this mean nationally? And, and again, I think these chains are going to be looking at uh, this deal and, and, and trying to figure out wh what they can do to kind of position themselves uh, in the market like um, Cheesecake Factory has. Locally, I think this has an impact here too. I mean, Fox is going to continue to operate as it is, but I think you're going to have these other restaurant groups, these local groups, you know, they're going to start to look at, hmm, you know, maybe, maybe we need to get our piece of the pie too. Uh, you know, one that comes to mind which I would not be surprised if it sold. Uh, similar fashion to Fox, I don't think all of their restaurants, you know, I, in terms of just the size of the deal, but I don't think all of the restaurants will grow will go. I think Postino's might be next. And I'm not saying that to say that, you know, they're going to be sellouts or they're going to want to get, they're just doing it for the money. I think it's just, it's a business decision. And, you know, two years ago, uh, Postino actually got a large uh, investment from Brentwood Associates to continue to expand their operation, which they have. Uh, Postino is owned by Upward Projects, which I think outside of Fox Concepts is, um, you know, definitely one of the other larger local restaurant groups in town. They own Postino, they own Federal Pizza, Troy Ride Taco House, and um, why am I blanking on the name right now? I cannot believe I, I'm blanking on there. Windsor. Um, and then churn the ice cream shop. So, uh, you know, and, and, and Upward Project certainly has multiple locations of, of their other concepts aside from Postino's around Phoenix. And I would not be surprised if maybe they opened, uh, you know, Federal Pizza in another city or, or a joyride, but they've definitely expanded Postino. It's, it's in Denver now. It's in Houston. Um, I think it's a couple other locations as well. Uh, but but they got a significant investment from Brentwood Associates uh, two years ago. And uh, again, I would not be surprised if Postino's kind of looking at this and looking at the North acquisition. Uh, because again, you know, the restaurants were bought as a whole, but one of the numbers that jumped out was $130 million for North. You know, that's a pretty easily replicable restaurant. You know, North is pasta and pizza and, and, and some appetizers. And, you know, you, it's not like you you know, have to bring in different things to make that you can, you can transport North, take it from Phoenix, put it in Des Moines and it's going to operate the same, you know, and, and Postino, again, it's easily replicable. It's sandwiches, it's bruschetta. The, the real reason people go there is for the wine list. And in fact, it would be successful and interesting to see it in, in other cities, you know, that, that are known for wine, you know, what about a Postino in, in, in Portland? You know, I know Portland people, and I'm just throwing a city out there, but I know Portland people are, um, oh, you know, what do we want our locals or 
you know, maybe Seattle's a better example. You know, what about a postino in Seattle? You know, where there's a lot of great wine from Washington and the Willamette Valley, you know, showcasing that and, and getting these different, you know, wines. What what about that? You know, or maybe a, a postino in, in an off city, you know, a city you might not think about, like a, like a Nashville or, you know, a, a Raleigh, Durham, North Carolina, where, you know, people might not know about, you know, the wines there or, or the local, um, you know, drinks. And, and they can really showcase that because that's what Postino does well is they really showcase these wines, um, you know, that we might not otherwise try and, and, in an, and in an accessible and approachable way. And so I think, you know, if I'm thinking about the implications for the industry in Phoenix, I think, you know, you might see that from Postino. If, you know, if I'm, if I'm at Postino, I'm thinking, Man, 130 for North, you know, we're, we're probably worth as much as that, if, if not a little bit more. And, you know, we're, we're just as replicable and we're just as successful. Um, have you been to a, have you been to a post scene on a Monday or Tuesday for a bottle and board night? Uh, it's insane. It's a wait. Also, you know, this, the reading in the cards for selling Fox was, you know, the prices went up a little bit. Postino just recently raised the prices of the bottle and board. It used to be $20. Now it's $25. Uh, so who knows? Maybe there's an acquisition on the horizon. You know, I'm just, I'm talking out of my ass. But, you know, I think there's implication there. And, you know, uh, you know there are certainly other groups uh, in, in town that, that are growing. But, you know, I, I, don't, I don't think none to the size and scale that Fox was. Um, but it'll be interesting, you know, it'll be interesting to see, uh, how this goes and, and, and where we go from here. Uh, again, you know, I was, I was more surprised today at the speed by which the deal came through and, and the price. Um, but if you knew anything about Fox concepts, you knew this is where it was kind of headed. And, and to be honest with you, um, there, there's, there's money still out there, I think for groups. And, and I'm very curious to see who's next. Um, you know, who, who, and, and what, what group, you know, um, it, it might be a, a chain restaurant that doesn't exist since now. Maybe it's just a big time investor. Um, you know, for instance, the Momofuku empire has got a huge, um, got, got a huge investment from RSC partners. Um, and, 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 you know, there, there are people like that who are just in the business of investing in restaurants, um, you know, venture capitalists, so to speak, looking for the next hit uh, concept like a Momofuku or like a Fox Concepts, um, and and so I'm I'm interested to see who who's coming next to Phoenix. Now, this might turn into a thing where we get these groups that are now just going to raid all of our restaurants and just buy them all out. Now, I don't think that's going to happen, but um, you know, I think for the for people who are a little worried, <laughs> which you know, if you're worried about the state of the industry it's, it's doing just fine but you know for people who are worried that you know are, are these other restaurants quote-unquote gonna sell out and i don't mean sell out in a bad way i just mean you know being bought up by these bigger companies you know that that's this is going to happen in every city in every city you're going to have local concepts and chains that, that do really well and they get bought out and you know there's a lot of money involved and then you're still going to have the restaurants you know the restaurant tours that own one two or even three restaurants and that's all they want to do they want to be in the kitchen every day. They want to own those couple restaurants, um, and they really want to have control and 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 execute the food every single day in the restaurant. That will always be there, and we have that in Phoenix. There are a lot of great restaurants that operate under that mode. But 
again, you know, this has implications for the industry, not in just the food, you know, the restaurant, but the, you know, the, the alcohol space, you know, we had, again, I talk about four peaks being bought out, you know, we've got other you know, big breweries, we've got Huss, um, you know, Huss then, you know, became its own big local brewery by acquiring Papago. And, you know, we've got Santan and, and a number of other different breweries who, you know that there's a discussion for that and and i can't speak to their business you know i i don't know any of those people that own it personally but you know those are very large and profitable and uh popular brands in phoenix uh you look at even the coffee scene here um cartel uh, last year opened up at a location in in palm springs and and now they have a location that they opened up last month in austin uh what does that mean for coffee if if you recall stumptown was a big was a big local root uh, coffee shop in Portland. Uh, they ended up going national. You got Blue Bottle in San Francisco that you can find everywhere now. Um, so, so you know, is a cartel next? You know, press is opening up different locations. You know, do, is press going to be next? So, it's not just food that I think this deal today has implications on. It's 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 coffee. It's alcohol. Um, it's all of that involved. And um, it's interesting to see, you know, when I first got into the restaurant industry, you know, these were companies that had, you know, aside from Fox, you know, these were places that had a couple of locations and now they've really expanded. And, you know, is Phoenix going to become that where it's just a jumping ground? It's, you know, okay, these places are going to expand and that's kind of it. Um, I don't think so. I think you're going to have, again, in every city you have concepts that do really well and the owners or, or partners for whatever reason feel that, you know the, the the need to 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 take on this this outside money or or, or be bought out to, in order to expand and there's nothing wrong with that. You know this is a tough business. Uh, it, it's not easy to be in there every day and to manage everything and and there's not a lot of money. Um, so when you're looking at nine figure deals like this, I, I think uh, there, there'd be a lot of people who would take that. There's very few people who wouldn't. So. Um, you know, it's it's an interesting day for the local food scene, and it's certainly been on the news, uh, the local food news, um, and and we'll see where we go from here. Uh, you know, I, I I don't I don't see this again having an effect on the quality of the food at North. I, I think the food is still going to be pretty good. Um, I don't have the I don't see this having an effect on the quality of the food as his other concepts. You know, it, it's going to be the same again. Fox is still going to be a subsidiary of the Cheesecake Factory. Um, Cheesecake Factory just have to, has the rights to it now. Uh, but it's a big deal. $353 million, 308 of it uh, came today, and then $45 million over the next few years. Uh, we'll see where we go, but wanted to jump on. Emergency podcast. Talk to you guys about it. Um, you know, if you have any thoughts, shoot me an email, childtownaz at gmail.com, or, or, or find me on Facebook or Instagram and, and, and shoot me a message. But it's a big day, folks. We'll see where we go from here. All right. Have a great week.